say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You, you get married, all excited, you know, you're having, having sex everywhere. And then, and then, you know, all of a sudden, then this thing happened. It's called kids. <laughs> Stranger Connections is the embodiment of Lisa David Olson's perspective of we're all just friends who just simply haven't met yet. It's an exploration of the weirdly wonderful side of life and a look at the single commonality we have with each other, our differences. Slip off your shoes, pour a cup of your favorite, and let's meet this week's Barrel of Quirks. Welcome to Stranger Connections, where I celebrate wonderfully weird people and quirky stories. I'm your curious beast and host, Lisa David Olson. In this episode, I am thrilled to chat with a government-certified old guy. His name is Orist, and he's got a podcast that you just have to catch after this episode. Hit subscribe on mine. Hit subscribe on his. It is oldguytalkstome.com. Welcome, Orist. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Lisa. Looking, looking forward to our conversation today. I didn't know if I was getting a crabby old guy or if I'm getting a sassy old guy or am I getting a blend? Uh, let's see here. I think you'd kind of get me as an ornery. Ornery. <laughs> or as the ornery. I'm not, I'm not even sure what that means, but uh, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm generally uh, fit into the uh, uh, probably the, the uh, irreverent smart-ass category. Oh, then we can be best friends. Um, at some point, you might invite me to get off your lawn. <laughs> no, I don't have. Actually, we have, we have a zero scape lawn, so it doesn't matter. If you want to stand in the rocks all day, that's fine. <laughs> your your lawn is all rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, we live I in have the a desert, new... so. <laughs> oh, you're the desert guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, it's, so it's zero scape. So, uh, I mean, I mean, you, that, that's totally something not totally unfamiliar, you know, where you are, but here that's actually kind of, uh, water is a big issue. And so, uh, oh. they, unless you have a real need for a lawn, which most people don't, right. uh, then right. you, you don't have one. And actually, I don't, we don't need a lawn, you know, so we, we're actually very happy with what we got. So something <laughs> that would not um, be anything that you're used to is in my state of Minnesota, and I'm right on the border of Wisconsin, and there are signs cropping up at this time of year. It's currently November in Minnesota. Uh, it's currently November around the world, actually. Let me be specific. Yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is that all the leaves have fallen, we, and we had a light snow today. And I tell you this because with your zero scape lawn, 
we are having people put up signage in their yard saying, my leaves are here, we're going to mulch. You know, it's like, why do you have to tell anyone? I'm not going to go over to your yard and rake. Okay, yeah. Leave leave thieves. Leave my leaves. Get (laughs) off my lawn and leave my stuff. I am so excited that um, we connected because, you know, seeing your podcast, Old Guy Talks to Me, and catching episodes such as, Stop peeing in your pants. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so you could pee in somebody else's pants. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully not. That's a that's a little that's a little that's a little too kinky for me. <laughs> Correct. Different different show, not my show. But then it even goes into hacking into the secret service. And I I saw one on a word that I don't know, exosomes. Exosomes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I mean, you're, you're all over the place as am yeah. I. And I was like, well, we've got to connect and just chat about yeah. some of the weirder stories of our guests that we have connected with. Yeah. But I want to ask how you got into podcasting and what's your background of your life? Uh, my background in my life is for 33 years. Uh, I used to be a periodontal regenerative surgeon and I used to be kind of a, a, a early adapter of things. And I was uh, into regenerative products and uh, I, that, I, I quit that about uh, three, a little bit over three years ago and uh, transitioned to becoming a, a podcaster. I didn't start right away podcasting. I have a website and I like, I'm, I'm uh, what I, I love to be in conversations with people and almost also I'm a uh, attention whore. <laughs> uh, so, so I, you know, I, I want people to notice who I am. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you don't, then I, I don't make sure you you do. If we meet personally, um, <laughs> so I, 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 I love it. And it's, it's also an art. It's a way for me to be uh, artistic. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a way for me to be artistic. And the, the 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 other thing is that I get to have conversations with people that normally would have no reason to talk to me. Right. By having this, by, by having this vehicle called a podcast. And I've had some, I've had some really, you, know, you mentioned something, uh, uh, podcast. I mean, I've had some incredible uh, people on my, on my podcast. Uh, I've had people that have been on uh, like Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I've, you know, uh, I've had a, a world uh, light heavyweight champion in the UFC, uh, Forrest Griffin on. I've had uh, physicians where we talk about, uh, we talk about vaginas. Uh, we talk about vaginal deterioration and rejuvenation. We talk about menopause. We talk about testosterone, anti-aging medicine. Uh, talk about scotch, cigars, wine. Uh, talk about defunding the police. Uh, we talk about trans athletes, and so it's just a whole wide range of uh, of things. And I end up talking to what I look to find is an, is experts in their fields, like the peptides and exosomes and things like that. So a lot of regenerative medicine, a lot of sex, a lot of relationship stuff. Uh, and then I get into some, you know, stuff, a little bit, a little, little political stuff here and there. And uh, so, but most of it, most of the time, most of the time it's in the uh, uh, health space, the, the anti-aging space where I spend a lot of time. And that's, that's because of self-interest. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, can... I'm, yeah, because I'm not pay I'm, for I'm, it. I'm, you I'm, can I'm, say, "Hey, look yeah. at my rash while we're yeah. while we're recording. Check <laughs> yeah, out yeah, this rash yeah, I've got." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been there. 
<laughs> we, we, don't, we don't turn it into telemedicine. Well, we do a little bit, but yeah, it's not yeah. telemedicine, is it? Check but, out my uh, teeth. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Periodontal so, surgeon. Yeah. So, so that's that's you know that's how I got into it, and then uh, through that uh, we started a, in uh, have a program now also for men to recalibrate their life. Mm. And yeah. so it's a it's a two step program. There's lots of great programs out there. And, the, you know, the, the challenge with a lot of them is that part of what we do is we put together, we have a program that's put together with a accountability group for 12 weeks. Wow. And usually, usually about three, it usually takes about 90 days for you to make some significant changes that will, that will stick in your right. life. Yeah. 21 days to a new habit is what I've always told yeah. my sons. Yeah. Well, 21, I don't know. I 21 is kind of a short time. That's why we go like the 12 weeks. And so we, we have accountability meetings mm -hmm. uh, as, as part of the, part of the program. And, you know, because of COVID, everybody's used to Zoom or whatever vehicle you want to, to do this on. And so we really get into holding you accountable once you figure out what you want, the, my, mm -hmm. the program, the, 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 the set, there's a seven-week program that we go through where we figure out what you want, you figure out why, and then you figure out how. And, but the most, you, you got to start with the what, because the how, people go, well, how do I do that? Well, well, do you really want to? That's a question because people say, people say they'll spout off all sorts of stuff that they want to do, right. uh, but they really don't want to. It's more wishful thinking. Yes. And, and, and so they're not ready to commit the effort that it takes to get that because it doesn't come easy. You know, it, it, it doesn't come easy and, and uh, you, know, you have to really want it to be able to have to put in the consistent daily efforts that you need. And that's true in all areas. It's true, it's true in, your, in your exercising, in your physical health. It's true in finances. You need to, to be there. And it's also very true in relationships. And what happens is people think that they're, they're on uh, uh, autopilot in their relationship and they're not really an autopilot. They're actually no. deteriorating. Right. And so you have to be really focused on your, on your relationships. And we spend a lot of time on that. I spent a lot of time on that in, uh, uh, with several guests on my podcast. One of them, Susan Pizzazz, uh, she's a hot sex expert. And, and uh, you know, one of my podcasts was, you know, find, uh, was about uh, finding women's er erogenous zones. And we talk about that. What and did you learn? Well, you have to listen to the podcast. I'm not going to spill the beans here. You're give us a teaser. <laughs> um, I, Did I she think, teach you anything? Uh, well, she reinforced some things that I already knew. And, and one of them is that, you know, most couples over time, and this happens, you know, it's a, it's a natural, pre I mean, we, we, went, we went through this, uh, you know, you get, you, you get married, all excited, you know, uh, you're having, you're having sex everywhere. Uh, and, then, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, then, then, the, then this thing happens for, for a lot of people and, and it's, it's, it's called kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, right. it, sounds, it sounds like a good idea you yeah. know and next thing you know they're they're in your bed but they're, they're like you know and, that, and that's how you know that's cute and I, I, you know, that was great when they were young and, and mm -hmm. you know there's there the time when that stopped but you know all of a sudden you know life got in the way and this and that and, the, and you stop both the man and the woman uh, I, I deal mostly with, with men because i'm a guy but both both people in that relationship stopped being fun and they stopped flirting and you have to you have to continually flirt you can have to continually have fun 
in, in order to do that. And it, it, you know, it, you know, it doesn't mean like, you know, okay, you're a flirt and all, you know, all, all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you're having, you know, sex on the kitchen counter. No, that, 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 that doesn't, you know, it's not, it's not that, but if you are in a, in, in a fun, constant mode, then there's a, you're going to be much more attractive as a human being. And then the, you know, and then the other thing we talk about in my program is, is about uh, uh, begging and turning in, in your man card. And, oh, uh, <laughs> right. And, yes, and, yes. And, and that, and that is, that is, that, that may get you every once in a while. It may get you there, but it's really pathetic and it's probably not particularly good sex. Uh, so, so when you do that, so, so it's, it's, it's kind of a, uh, yeah, we, we, I, I talk about that because, you know, uh, power is an aphrodisiac. Yes. Right. And, 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 and no woman wants a pathetic man. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's just kind of the way we're built, uh, you know, and, and I'm a, I'm a great believer, uh, in, uh, um, <laughs> politically incorrect. I don't, I don't know how this became such so controversial, uh, uh, you know, you know, binary sex, you're, you know, if you have, if you have a penis, you're a man, if you have a vagina, you're a woman. Uh, and it's not a, there's not a continuum. Uh, you are either double, most of, most people are double X or X, Y. And why we have to say it's a continuum to satisfy the, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with statistics, the four standard deviation. No. Uh, okay, four standard deviation, like a statistic, I, I, I used to love statistics and I, I completely forgot all about them. But the four standard deviation is like the 0.01 of the population or something like that. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, but you know, that's not where most of us live. We don't live in that space. And, and no amount of pronouns is going to make you happy. <laughs> it's like, I, I know that I got, uh, I got turned down to be on a podcast because somebody, they asked me like, uh, in their questionnaire, they asked me like, what pronouns do you use? And I said, I said, I don't do pronouns. Uh, and that you know, got you it, turned it, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't surprise me. When, when I saw that question, had I, had I seen that question at the very beginning, I probably would have stopped filling out, but it was like towards the end, I go, shit, I'll just fill this out. And asshole is not a pronoun, so, so I... <laughs> you have to add, or other, asshole. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just totally bizarre uh, to me that they're, that they're important. And a lot of this, and actually, I, I talk about this uh, with one of my, one of my people in, the, uh, in my podcast uh, about uh, masculinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we spent a lot of time on talking about testosterone. There's I've had several guests who talk about testosterone. And uh, just for everyone, I'm, I'm no, uh, before all these testosterone clinics became popular, I've been on testosterone optimization for 25 years. Oh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. And my, my, my primary care physician, when I first went on it, you know, he's like, Oh, you're going to get heart attack, you're going to get prostate cancer, you're going to get that, blah, 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 blah. And you know, all that has, all that has, has, has been proven to be false. There's a, a Mayo Clinic consensus paper that talks about this, this the, the, that, that all that bullshit is, 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 is false, you know, and there's still people that are out there that, that, that are professing it. There's actually two very bad studies on heart disease. Uh, and so what is happening uh, what, uh, to males is that there has been a generational decline called the male normative aging study. And so it looks over for, for about 30 years or uh, about 30 years of data. And there's a general decline 
in testosterone levels in men. And the, the high normal has, on, on one of the lab core, uh, has been dropped from 1100 to 960. So the ranges that, that when you're looking at those lab values, it's, it's, it's the average of unhealthy people. Hmm. Okay, it's not, it's not and uh, I was talking to one of the people I interviewed, uh, uh, Keith Nichols, He's, he, he basically, he, he treats um, uh, men for low testosterone and been doing it for years. You know, he said, you know, he said, it's really interesting that about 15 to 20 years ago, the high normal was 1500. But why? What is the... Well, what's happening is there's a couple of things is, is, uh, is uh, something called endocrine disrupting compounds. And uh, men's uh, in, in, uh, in utero, uh, in the uh, men's testicles are not dropping at the right time. And they're hmm. overheating and they're not and they're, they're and they're not as functional they're not putting out as much testosterone so and what was that this like into our diet uh it has to do with endocrine disrupting compounds which has to be plastics the gmos uh all sorts of stuff that's out there wow. in the environment that that's that's affecting and so there's a there's a, a book called uh, uh uh and so that's fairly well established and if you uh, look at it and this is not this is not like tinfoil stud hat this is a uh, stuff that, that uh, there's an article also in the American Journal of Physiology, which, uh, which is a highly refereed journal. It's, it's, not, it's not like a tinfoil hat place. And uh, they also talk about, in, the, in one particular article, they talk about sperm counts. And they've dropped by uh, 50% in the last 30 years. And according to a study out of Hebrew University, and they looked at about they looked at a whole bunch of studies, and they wrote this uh, uh, paper on it. And these are in the, in the authors are from Hebrew University, from uh, epidemiologists from NYU, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and uh, the rate of decline is is not abating. And they're if you they they're extrapolating it, saying that in the industrial in the world. It used to be just the industrialized world, but it's actually spreading spring down to the non-industrialized world. Men will be infertile by 2050. Most men in the, in the world will be infertile by 2050, which is not that far away. It's 30 years, less than 30 wow. years away. And so, and you're they're, they're seeing this. And you talk to gynecologists, you talk to people that run fertility clinics. You talk about people that run sperm banks. Uh, they don't have. They really are having a hard time finding people, men with enough sperm for sperm banks. What? Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a book by uh, the her name is uh, uh, Shauna Swan. Uh, it's called Countdown. Uh, she talks about she's an epidemiologist from uh, NYU, and uh, uh, so so these are things these are things that are, that are going on. But but uh, you know so 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 we got on this thing about pronouns, and you know the the men are not developing as much as they used to because the thing that makes you a man is testosterone. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, that it's just simple as that. And if you, you know, and we used to accept, you know, decline with age, but now the, the levels are lower, even in young men. And my friend, uh, Keith Nichols, the, the physician I mentioned, uh, he said, and this was like totally shocking to me. He said he is seeing men in their 20 and thirties in his clinic that have lower baseline values of testosterone than men in their fifties and sixties. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I, and I've talked to people about this. I've talked to people, uh, you know, people that you wouldn't expect like, you know, firemen and things like that. And like, you know, Oh yeah. You know, I like Like half the fire department is on, is on testosterone. And, and, and so it's, and so this, this kind of lack of 
not only is society telling you that you know masculinity is toxic, that usually my my big reply to that is fuck you. Uh, but, <laughs> Very masculine uh, response. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty toxic too. I'm sure. We go. See what I mean? It's toxic. No, you're you're you're, you're being insulting. He just insulted me as a man. Uh, and but but so so men aren't developing as much or as as, as normal like they do. But the other side, actually, the other side is happening also is that women are developing faster. Mm-hmm. Gr- right. Girls are starting to menstruate earlier. Uh, there's, there's all of that stuff is happening. And, yep. but the other thing is also in, uh, according to, uh, uh, the stud, this paper and, uh, uh, or according to Shauna's book, uh, the, uh, the eggs aren't as good. Wow. So, so we, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're heading into, into some, uh, serious issues and there's actually lots of, there's private equity groups that are, that are uh, buying up sperm banks now. Because uh, those that's going to be you know those are going to be very very valuable. Well, that's people like, start so, robbing sperm banks. There's going to be different kind of banks. Yeah, robbers. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me your sperm, okay? <laughs> that's the soundbite I'm using, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Your, <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, people want to yeah, that. That that would be like you know that, that would, you can put that in the in the title of the podcast. Give me your sperm. <laughs> I'll put it right next to show me. You want to see my rash? Yeah, I'll put those yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, yeah, so, 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 that, so, so we got on this really, really heavy topic. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then, you know, uh, you know, old people, you know, talk about sex or they don't talk about sex and, you know, uh, uh, Anna Kabeca, she's a, a gynecologist and she's the one I did the, the, uh, uh episode on uh, vaginal deterioration and rejuvenation. And what, what a lot of guys don't know is that, uh, at times, especially as women go start going through menopause and things like that, sex can become very painful. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. all sorts of reasons why. And there's actually, but there's also uh, cures for it. There's, yes. there's There's treatment for it. And uh, and the and the other thing is that if you if you're buying your your lubricant from a store uh, that that sells a uh, uh, pork pork rinds uh it's probably not a very good quality lubricant it's uh it's uh, it's uh it's uh, well because because there's a lot of chemicals in there that are, that are actually uh even though it seems like they're the lubricant but they're actually dry out uh tissues the vaginal tissues and so uh yeah. but you're and, not and so, you're not suggesting that the pork rinds are tainting this lube you're saying no 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 i'm trying i'm trying I'm, I'm trying not to get sued by any major chain uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, uh, so, 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 so we do that. And, and uh, yeah, but so Anne, I talked about that and I have to get her back on, on my show because she's promoting uh, this whole other program, which uh, I, th- I think needs to get more uh, traction. And, and Heck uh, yeah, send her my way yeah. too. You know, yeah. there's also yoga. There's, it's called pelvic floor, different yoga classes that people yeah. Females, yeah. I suppose, yep. mostly would take, and and so you're right. There's there's ways to fix painful. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's lots of regenerative. Yeah, there's there's uh there's a plate-rich plasma. There's stem cells, uh, all sorts of other things that, that you can that you can use that, that are very effective, and also uh, uh there's you know uh, uh good high quality lubricants, and, and we and mm-hmm. Anna and I uh, talk talk about that. So those are all things that, like I said, people don't like. You know, you don't, normally you won't be having this conversation at a cocktail party, uh, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Or would you? <laughs> or would you? Well, yeah. you know, is it, you know, and, and depends then, on if yeah. it's the beginning of the night or towards the uh, end. Yeah, but, but you That's know, what then, I'm thinking. Then, then I talk about, you know, like other stuff like erectile dysfunction and various treatments for it, uh, things like that. So, you know, and, and most people like, you know, when I start talking about that, people go like, they, they, they kind of like, then they come talk to me like in secret later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what about you? Said you had Joe Rogan on. What What was that? No, I no, no, no. I had. I have not had Joe Rogan on. I've had guests that he's had on his. Oh, program. you've had some of his people. I, okay. I've had guests. I've, I've had the guests that he's had on. Uh, I've had guests that, that Tim have been on. Tim Ferriss. Yeah, uh, and awesome uh, David Asprey and some other people. And so I've, nice. I've had a number of, of uh, high quality guests. Uh, that uh, and then it's, I had the uh, UFC uh, world light heavyweight champion uh, Forrest Griffin on. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, he's a winner of season one of Ultimate Fighter, and uh, he's a very nice guy. He's funny. He's a funny guy, uh, and uh, you know, yeah. And, and since he's not fighting anymore, he's lost a lot of weight. He's Ooh. because I think he used to be like a, a. I'm not sure how much he weighs, but he, he looks a lot thinner. Huh. Uh, because those guys, you know, they have to keep their uh, to stay in their weight class. They have to keep their weight up, or else they they lose a lot of power and things like that. Right. And and, and so so the women, but uh, you know, it, we get into into some stuff that that's that's a lot of fun, and sometimes sometimes it's serious. Uh, you know the the uh, you know getting it's 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 a interesting phenomenon uh, to have a. I, uh, to have a non-arguing conversation about uh, about controversial issues, right? That you and, can just say that's fine. We don't agree, but yeah, I still yeah. want to hear what you have to say. And yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's I have not really had any uh, major disagreements with a lot of my guests because they I end up you know, uh, interviewing people. But I'm, I'm we get people we we cover touchy subjects like trans athletes. Sure. Uh, I spent a uh, interview with a guy who's a uh, testosterone androgen expert. He's an MD, PhD, uh, Scott Howell, and he is really, really smart. I have to, I have to, I have to stop him once every once in a while and say, like, hey, you need to start talking in like you know fewer syllable words uh, <laughs> because because he starts he starts going like, okay, okay, I have no idea what you just said. You're presenting and, to a fifth grade class. <laughs> here. Exactly, <Come> on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and Scott Scott actually helped write the uh, he was a consultant to help write the uh, position paper on trans athletes for the U.S. Powerlifting Association, USA Powerlifting Association. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it, the data is very clear. Uh, mm. A man who has transitioned to a woman, but they're not really a woman and they've transitioned. That's why they call them trans. Uh, it has a distinct physical advantage. Uh, just, uh, you know, from muscle mass to bone mass, to density of your bone, to neurons firing, uh, just uh, re reaction times, fast switch muscle fibers, all that stuff. Uh, you you, just, you don't lose that just because you're, you're taking a bunch of tri uh, a bunch of estrogen. Uh, right, right. You know, it, it, and, and whatever other things that they're, that they're taking. But you just uh, and and the later you do that in life, the more you retain those 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 advantages and characteristics. So you know, if you, if you do if you transition at age forty. It's different than you transition at age twenty. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Just think it, about when you were a kid. If you yeah. would have been told by one of your teachers when you're X age, whatever age you might be, that you're going to be talking to somebody about this, 
Can you imagine yeah. as you as a kid? Yeah, I'm, what, I'm, 60, I'm 69. I'll, uh, we don't have to skirt around that. Uh, <laughs> think about that. If you're 69 yeah. and you're dealing with this and you're so open-minded and you're so intelligent to ask the right questions and be curious to learn, think about going backwards to when you were fifth, sixth grade yeah. and somebody would yeah. have said, you know, when you're almost 70, you're going to be interviewing people about this topic. Imagine the mind blow that that yeah. would have been. It, was, it wasn't even on, on the horizon. Exactly. Wasn't even, wasn't even on the horizon. So what and, are the kids in today's world going to deal with when they're almost Well, well you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird thing uh, because we were talking to someone uh, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, uh, with, a with some kids, it's, it's kind of a hip thing to do. Mm. And it's, it's kind of like, no, this is not a hip. This is a, a life-changing experience. This is a major life-changing experience. It's, yeah, and, it's and, a choice and, we didn't know about when we were kids. Yeah, and and the uh, and I can't remember where this stat came from. I think it came from actually the American Society of Pediatricians or something like that. That that eighty percent of of uh, kids that experience gender dysphoria as younger when they when they get into their their late teens are are very content with their with their status in, in terms of their their, their sex at birth. Wow. Yeah. So, it, but, but, but there's all sorts of like, you know, it's kind of like, it's, it's an in thing to do. And, and it's not like getting a tattoo or a piercing. <laughs> not exactly easy to cover up if you change your mind. Yeah. Well, and there's a, a, a guy I've been trying to get on my podcast, which I haven't been into that, that he's actually written a book and uh, he actually transitioned then went back. No. Yeah, and I don't know how that's done. That, that's that's pretty. Uh, I mean, that that's a, some incredible uh, surgery. But he, uh, uh, you know, it, it was really interesting listening to. I'm surprised it ever showed up. Was that uh, the uh, interview with that uh, Leslie Stahl did with a bunch of people that were very unhappy about this whole process and how they felt that they were did not get enough counseling and they went through. I don't know if you saw it. It was it was surprising that they actually the producers actually that the the because she took a lot of flack for putting for putting out there, but she just interviewed a lot of people, uh, a lot of young people that were, felt like, you know, uh, you know, three, in three weeks, I was already getting my surgery. It's kind of like, Oh, wow. And yeah. they say you don't have your full adult brain till you're 25. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it, it was a, it's a, it's a, it was an interesting phenomenon. Uh, and, and this is, this is, this is a huge moneymaker. Really? Is, I hadn't oh, thought of the, it that way. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the it's usually I'm, I'm uh, uh, it's a huge moneymaker uh, from the surgical standpoint. And then I, mm. my suspicion is that's also uh, a huge moneymaker from the uh, point of the medications that you need oh, right. over time. Of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it's, it, you know, you, it's not like, you huh. know, it, it's so, so it's kind of, kind of, I had not me. thought about that. So of course there's going to be some marketing going, you know, here's, oh, you yeah. have a choice. And yeah, yeah. sign up here and, and I'll take your credit card. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got to ask you, and I'm sure you've got a, an idea. On my show, every episode, I ask my guests if they have a dare or a prank that they've either done or had done to them that they would share. Um, yeah, I've, I've done this a, a couple of times. And uh, usually uh, this is uh, um, when I've had a few cocktails. <laughs> now I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I cocktails. And one time was about 23 years ago. You know, about well, maybe was it was it that was it 20 years ago? I can't remember exactly when it was, but uh, we were having dinner uh, with some friends, 
and I was really fat. I tend to go up and down in weight. Uh, I was really fat and it was like September and a friend of mine said, oh, hey, they were, he was planning a trip to go up Mount Kilimanjaro. And uh, so I said, oh, I'll go. And I, and this was when you had a buzz going. You're like, this sounds great. Yeah, this sounds great. And uh, so, so I, uh, <laughs> so, so fast forward to uh, uh, July, I want to say 2003, I think it was 2003, 2003, July, 2003, uh, July 4th, I found myself sitting, standing at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. No and, way. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I, I went from 235 uh, to 165. And, uh, it was just, and I was just all, I, there was no upper body. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty big guy now, but I had no upper body. I just had like legs that, you know, were, <laughs> were, were just, you just, you know, very powerful and I could go up, I could go up. Um, I was very, very, uh, cardiovascularly fit and stuff. And so I ended up, so I did that. The, the, the thing more recently, uh, that I was supposed to have done last week, but it's been postponed for, for a few months. Uh, again, uh, there was alcohol at a party, and somebody said, and I have a fear of heights, um, and, and somebody said, oh, we're doing this fundraiser, and we're going to uh, rappel off of the Virgin Hotel here in Las Vegas. No and way. I, and I said, I said, oh, that sounds like fun. I'll do that. Oh. And, and uh, so next thing you know, uh, I'm signed up, and I'm, I've, got a, I've, I've, I've gotten a few thousand dollars in, in donations to, for, for me to rappel down. The thing, but that got postponed for for a while. So so it was like, yeah. So so usually kind of, yeah. So I kind of kind of do do that. And then so happens. a note to listeners: Orist, the government certified old guy, cannot say no if he's at a party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've had no said to me, but I. But, uh, well, tell uh, people how they can find you. I know you've got right. a couple of things going on. You've mentioned your accountability program. Go ahead and give that information out. Yeah. Uh, so I've been told that I have a good way of getting people to do things that they want to do that they haven't. And so a friend of mine uh, uh, basically suggested that I create a program, which we did. Uh, it's a seven-week seven program called the Standard.Academy. And uh, that kind of works you through things of what you want, why you want it, <laughs> and how to get it. But uh, and, and uh, we mo there's and there's lots of good programs out there, but most programs don't have an accountability factor. And so we put this together with an account a 12-week accountability program. And uh, so if you go to the Standard Academy and you go. Uh, there's a there's a t tab that says accountability, and for a limited time, you can get a one-on-one -on -one 30 minute session with me to uh, talk about. Well, there's some questions I ask you to answer, and uh, we can talk about that and see whether you're a fit for the for the program. Uh, it, again, I tend to go into details, and I tend to ask hard questions that may that hopefully make you feel uncomfortable and get you off of where you are and into the direction that you want to go. Uh, because you, you can't, uh, I think it was the Einstein's which was attributed to this, you know, you, you can't solve by doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, 
Right, right. That's the definition of insanity. That's right. And so, so the accountability program is, is the real, uh, the, the seven week course is, is good. And you can, you can take that. Uh, it's, 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 it'll be available uh, on demand. So you can just, you know, take it whenever you want. And then the, the calls will be, will be scheduled. Uh, but being on the call is, is, is really uh, key. Just, just doing the course by itself. Uh, it, it will be beneficial, but the accountability part of it is really, is really where, uh, where, where really gels for you. And uh, the other place, a- yeah, any other place you can catch my podcast at yeah. old, old guy talks to me.com and it comes out weekly and there's some lots of episodes. If you scroll through uh, the things, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's something there that's going to help you create that kick-ass life you want for yourself and those that you love. I love this. And I'm, I'm already thinking of different people I want to connect you with because there's a lot of people that can benefit from your show and having you on their show. So I can't wait to cross introduce you to some people oh, too. Thank this you. has been so fun. I'm honored to have chatted with you, Orist, the government certified old guy. And remember that we can only be strangers. This once. has been strangers. And I ask that you please with Lisa stay David here. <laughs> thank you. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.